Growing up and living in Canada, the one thing I've noticed is the safe, conservative, repressed entertainment environment that rules with an iron fist up here. And it's an iron fist largely made out of patchouli oil, softball humor, and folk music. Anything with a little edge, a little sass, anything a little hard, gets tagged with a lowbrow or silly or childish sticker and then largely ignored. When it comes to music, all I see is a parade of guys trying to look like Jim Morrison or Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys with a beard and an acoustic guitar, trying to be earnest and profound, but coming off just melodramatic and corny. We all know it's just a bid to get laid, and the hairspray and spandex of the 80s has now been replaced with pork pie hats and an ironic mustache, but I digress. When it comes to the rest of show business, it's equally, if not more, frustrating. One huge piece of evidence is the countrywide unawareness of the Howard Stern Show. I'd even venture to say that 90% of all Canadians have never even heard of the Howard Stern Show. They might know of Howard through movies like Private Parts, but have no clue that after almost 20 years of syndication, this radio show has gone on to influence a large part of the pop culture they consume, whether it's Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, Punked, or reality television in general. Only now with Howard on America's Got Talent are people being made aware, but the radio show is something else entirely. I know people in America who have told me that they would sink into a deep depression if and when the Howard Stern Show goes off the air, something Howard's hinted at for years. I understand their concern. I've been an avid listener since the show was finally picked up at a local radio station back in 1997. Once you've become initiated into the world of Stern, you quickly realize there's a whole other side to entertainment, and it's happening every morning and with a different group of stars like Jeff the Drunk, Elegant Elliot Offen, Sal and Richard, Crazy Alice, uh, High Pitch Eric, Beetlejuice, Bigfoot, Evil Dave Letterman, and of course my favorite, Eric the Midget. As a band, we've done a lot of great things that I'm proud of, but when I heard our song First Date used as a bumper on the show back in 2006, I was peaking with pride. When the Stern Show made the move from terrestrial radio to satellite radio, they left the radio world quaking in their boots. No longer tied down by FCC regulations, the show turned everything up to 11, and it's never been better. Unshackled by boundaries with its expanded signal allowed more Canadians to find out about Howard and the gang. So when, when I was listening and a call came through from an angry young man from Mississauga, Mississauga is a Toronto suburb, and uh, it came at around, I don't know, 2006, 2007. I pricked up my ears and listened to how this person, this caller, charmed not only Howard, but sidekick Artie Lang, too. Every time this guy calling himself Hansy would call in, it would turn into radio gold, most times at Hansy's expense. Hansy became a hot topic amongst me and my stern compatriots. Who is this guy? He says he does comedy. Has anybody ever seen this guy live? Does anybody even know who this guy is? He says he lives in Mississauga. Do you know even anybody who knows him? He was a local mystery wrapped around a local enigma all over satellite radio. When I recently logged onto Twitter, I noticed Hansi was a suggested follow. So I checked out his Twitter page and messaged him. 
After a few back and forth tweets, he agreed to do the podcast. I have to say right off the bat right now that this episode is strictly for Howard Stern fans. If you don't know who Gary is or Robin or Will or Artie or Fred are, there's no pause for explanation. If, if anything, it can give the uninitiated the onus to start getting into the Stern show. But this podcast was also done through Skype. So once again, levels vary especially on Hansi's end, because Hansi's voice seems a little distant at times. But I would really impress upon listeners of this episode to hang on, because I think it's really worth listening to if you're a Stern fan. It was also uh, Hansi's very first interview, very first podcast he's ever been on. So this episode for Howard Stern fans is kind of a scoop. Now, I want to thank all the reviews in, in the various iTunes stores. And now that we're on SoundCloud, I would like to thank everybody who's left a comment on SoundCloud. It really helps the podcast's profile out, especially on iTunes. So if anyone listening out there could leave a review or a rating or both, that would be great. Thanks to everyone who's left a review. And thanks to Jim, 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 Jim. That's what he calls himself. And he also suggests that um, I should do a podcast with Eddie Spaghetti. I think I mentioned it on the previous episode that I tried to, but uh, it, it, you know, I reached out to Eddie. Eddie wanted to do it, but we just couldn't. We couldn't match schedules. Um, and I know that the Super Suckers came through town recently with Nashville Pussy, and both the bands were reaching out trying to get me to come out to the show. But I was in lockdown in the studio, and it was right around the time I was do, doing vocals, and. Um, when I'm doing vocals for a record, I I won't even I I'm I'm like a bubble boy because I'm paranoid about you know you get a slight cold you lay down a vocal and you know your sniffles are on the record forever so I'm really paranoid about that but the Eddie Spaghetti podcast has to happen one day it will so Jim hopefully it'll happen. So I want to also thank William Cole and uh, Dario Garcia for the reviews in the U.S. iTunes store. I really, I really appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I would like to uh, thank Blue Mic Microphones because without their support, this podcast in particular would have sounded like a long distance telephone call recorded in 1954. Um, so thank you to Blue Mic Microphones. Thanks to Skull Candy Headphones and Vans Shoes as, as well. And Stern fans, this is the official Danko Jones podcast with Hansi, and it starts n- now. Yo, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Hi, Hansi. I'm okay. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you guys, man? Does it sound like we're on like a crazy speaker, announcement speaker, like at the bleachers? That's what it sounds like while we're recording. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah man. Yo, what's the, um, I'm, I'm glad that like, the call you guys wanted me on, man. I hope I'm like not too boring for you guys or anything. No, not at all, man. Not at all. Um, like, you know, we're huge Stern fans. Uh, we know you're a Stern fan. Um, 
I was, uh, it was, I guess when you started calling in when Artie was on the show back a few years back, and uh, you said you were from uh, Mississauga, and yeah, I was like, yeah. wow, there's a there's another guy in the city in Toronto who listens to Stern because there's not too many of us, you know. It's kind of a a, a small minority of of Canadians who uh, who listen to Stern. But I think they're really into it, though. I think like he's got a certain huge fan base in Canada. It's just not. It's it's like a cult. I know? think that Canadians, uh, you know, most Canadians, they just don't get the the humor of, of the whole Stern show and the, the world of Stern. So hearing you, I already we we latched on to you, and and what we did notice was Artie did too. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Artie's like one of my uh, one of my huge like when I was like a little kid. He's like one of the people that I like for some reason like I latched on to him from Mad TV. For some reason like I always had my like for some reason like when I saw him I was like, yo, this guy is like special, man. Like I don't know. Like when he left Mad TV, I was like, yo, something doesn't feel right. Like this guy needs to be a star. Like I always like so when um I heard that Artie was on Stern show, um, I go, Oh really? So then I, I, I wanted to like call in. And uh, in 2006, I just like tried once, and I got on uh, on hold right right away. And uh, I didn't like know how the show worked because like I never really listened to the show that much before. Like I knew who Howard was and everything, and, and I, I saw the E show here and there. But like I thought he would just go to any call, and uh, I start stuck on hold, and they uh, fell in love with me for some reason. I don't know why. You know, uh, it, it's it's funny you mentioned Artie and how it was really Artie getting on the Stern show that really drew you to the Stern world. And, you know, for people who aren't familiar with the show, but they kind of know Artie through all the headlines and stuff, Artie's your... You guys are friends now. You guys are buddies, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, I, I, I want to say, like, yeah, but then, like, I'm always like uh, a skeptical dude about like what, what I should label like. Oh, this guy might like is this guy a friend of mine or we get acquaintances? You know what I mean? Because I feel like um like I I just don't like keep regular friends in the sense that like like I, I don't really trust many people. You know what I mean? Right, I hear you, I hear you. Especially, like, you know, big wigs like Artie and stuff. I get you. Right, sometimes if you're friends with somebody who's, like, famous or you really respect, you, you take a really long time before you go, oh, yeah, they're my friend. They literally need to tell you that for you to eat. Yeah, I know, exactly. Okay. And I, I'm, yeah. um, I, I text with him here and there, and, like, he'll check on me and see if, like, like uh, if I'm okay and everything. And if I'm, like, being a... And a lot of times I'm being irrational and being crazy... And I'll like say fuck you or something. But like I'll be like, yo, yo, thanks a lot. Alright, thanks a lot. It's cool. Like you know what I mean. But he he's a good guy. He he tries to like at least talk me down from a ledge if I'm like going crazy or something like that. You know well, what I mean? Dude, I mean, uh, I had to reach out to you yesterday because I knew we'd kind of talked about doing this podcast a while ago, and we set this time to do it. But yesterday. You were going on a rant. What was all that about? I didn't listen to the show, but it had to do with the, the, the Stern show yesterday. What was all that about? Oh, um, 
what happened was like I, I, I was uh, I was uh, I was sleeping and then uh, I, I I get a text message because like there was some guy supposedly from Orlando that wanted me to do a couple of gigs and and uh, he was trying for a while to uh, get me to like send him material on his voicemail. And I didn't really trust it, and I'm like, okay, I want to, uh, I want to like some confirmation of like who you are. So like I sent, I sent Artie a text to like maybe talk to this guy, and this guy didn't want to talk to Artie for some reason. I'm thinking, if this guy is from Orlando and he's like owning a owning a nightclub or something like that, wouldn't he want to speak to a bigger comedian than like some like whackpacker? Like and and he was being shady, and then he finally texted me yesterday and goes, "Oh, I'm a I'm a cousin of an intern who works there. You're supposed to like leave me uh, material so they could goof on you." And I don't know if it's true or if it's like like another goof. That was a goof. But I just flipped out and just went on a rant. And uh, I go on rants. I like sometimes I don't mean them. Sometimes I just go crazy. But like I just feel like I need to get my crazy out. Before well, I do something crazy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm one of those guys that needs to, like, express it, like, the harshest way before, like, so I can just calm down. Like. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, that was the last thing I heard, and this might have been your most recent call, but it was the call where, uh, you know, Gary came in and Howard was talking to you, and, and uh, it was, uh, I guess that happens every time someone calls. <laughs> but... <laughs> but you know, the one where you were like, uh, how I was giving you kind of a hard time and you were kind of, uh, you know what I mean? It was like maybe last month. Was that the last time yeah. you called? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like a conspiracy nut with like uh-huh. how those worlds run, you know what I mean? And then, that's why like uh, I always like I'm skeptical if like I can even survive because like I don't just just the way I think the world run, like will never be admitted on surface obviously but like i just have my my views and like like it's not like i'm the only one like you know what i mean look at more and more entertainers more and more entertainers are opened up to like ex- exposing like what kind of shit's going on like like all the shadiness that like celebrities have to do because of the higher powers and like who own show but you know what i mean like it, it just like I've seen so much evidence of like, of like celebrities who just like get fucked over or. Uh... Okay, okay, Hansi, I, I actually want, I'd love to know, and and so would Daco. Like, what's your take on um, Stern? Like, what's your conspiracy theory about Howard Stern? No, I, I don't really. My conspiracy theory, like, was like that, like celebrities. Like, this, this is the way I think. Like, like the like the world run. Like, I think. Like, people to either succeed have to, like, sell their soul to, like, become, like, uh, rich and powerful. But I think, in my opinion now, like, there's more and more celebrities who are separating themselves from the system. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that Howard went to Sirius and the system started shitting on him about, like, oh, this guy's not big anymore. Or the fact that Eminem went to, like, you know, you know what I mean? And there's a whole like join the revolution type of thing, and where I'm where I'm I'm trying to see a trend like with rappers even who are like anti anti the system 
um, join the like join 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 the revolution or it's going to be a revolution. So I think like there's a resistance or a truth movement um, eventually happening. I like that, that that that's what I think because in the next couple of like years it's going to be like it's going to it's going to get crazy with like internet censorship, um, like uh, it's going to take away more and more of your of people's freedoms where like it's going to be like a uh, on surface war, apparent like in, in, in like a couple of years, in my opinion, like that's, that's what the warnings have all been about. Like, in my so, opinion. so you would be someone who had like the opinion that like the, the iPhone or whatever is basically tracking every, every, every movie. You know how like iPhones got this location services and stuff now. Like you, yeah, no, I I believe that I, I, like 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 any like I, I'm not bothered with. Technology that can, like, I mean, like, I'm bothered in the sense that, like, if I was, if I was, like, uh, embarrassed of what I was doing, I'm, I'm not. But I always had the suspicion that technology is always, like, like the crazier it gets, like, the like, there's like an evil with it that goes with the good. Like, it's like a double-edged sword, in my opinion, where like, like the people who create, the people who created it have like an evil intention with it, you know what I mean? And there's there's, there's like a, uh, another side where people are people are good are good with it, whatever. I, 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 I don't know. It's just like it just it I'm just like a really confused person in this world, like and I have theories and I know that I'm gonna be looked at as crazy. I no and I I understand that. Like that's like that's life, you know what I mean? That's how people are trained. Like people like me are not supposed to be the ones who makes sense, and I and I get that, but I'm not going to be ashamed of how I think or or like how crazy my thoughts are. You know what I mean? Like I can't change that. This is my view. Now. Well, it seems to me that like you do actually have a lot of support. You know, that comes from just you calling the Stern Show. Would you say that's true? Um. Yeah. No. I I I I, I believe like there's like a certain portion of fans who will support me. But then there's like, like this huge, like not not a huge portion, but there's um, haters who just make fake accounts and they just harass you. Like, but don't just, you think, Hansy, when you call into the Stern Show, <clears throat> you kind of have to expect that. You know, that's no, no, kind of no. what the Stern Show is built on. Is like, it's a, it's just one giant peanut gallery, really. And you no. calling in, you kind of have to. You kind of agree to be made fun of, you know? No, I, I understand, but then, like, is, is there a rule against me defending myself, though? Not at all, not at all. But no, you that's know, very important. But, you know, these guys, like, Stern is a genius, you know, and, and with Fred by his side, he can really, like, whip up, you know, people's feelings, you know? If you, if you show them that you're vulnerable, they'll just play with that. But the show is oh. all about showing that you're vulnerable, so that no. they can do that, you know. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, no, I, I totally understand. I know I get what I, I get what you're saying, but like, I guess like when I uh, try to call in, I, I open fire against everyone because I know that like he has writers, so like I try calling out everything. Like that's why I said last time, like, oh, there's a script, and I'm, I go, Gary's gonna say this, Gary, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm taking shots at everyone because I, I know it's, 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 it's a, it's a war, but. 
But you know the way you do it, the way you 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 hurl insults at everybody. I think it's it's just great that that's the reason why you know you've kind of become a whack packer. Now, are they considering you a whack packer or not? Uh, see, I always had this theory that like, like um, because I I have low self confidence that I always think that like I used to I I, e- I emailed a show like for years. Trying to contribute ideas. I don't want to give specific. Like, I'm not trying to say, "Oh, this is my idea" or something. Like that. I'm just trying to say, I've kind of been a contribute, uh, uh, try to contribute to the show. And I feel like I'm the. And and I I've, I I've said things like, "Oh, I don't want my ego to get big. I don't want my ego to get big, whatever." And I, I think like they don't acknowledge me on purpose sometimes, just so I can get pissed off. About not being acknowledged. Like, I think he wants me to step my game up. But sometimes I feel like, okay, yo, I've already taken enough of your, taken enough crap. Can you just recognize me? And, like, not just say, like, that, that like, you value me more than, than what you say. You, you value me, like, you don't just see me as, like, a guy you can even just poke fun at. Because, like, he, he see, I think he sees potential in me to, to do something more or whatever. But, like, it, but sometimes it, it just it seems like you want like me to be just pissed off, whatever. And well, I think, you know, like, it's when you, when you get pissed off to 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 uh, to such a great extent ha- like you have in the past. It's it's almost endearing to a lot of the the listeners, uh, whether they want to admit it or not. Like we have a friend; he's not here today, but when he found out that we were going to get you on the podcast. Uh, he wants to like drive out to Mississauga and take you for dinner. Like really? you've got a lot of fans out there, man. There's more fans than you think, you know. And I'm I'm a silent fan, and I reached out to you. I wouldn't have reached out to you if if uh, we didn't have this podcast. But I wouldn't have stopped being a fan, you know. Yeah, I know. So, so for sure. You got to remember that whatever it is that you're doing, even when you're calling in, you're not calling in. Your presence is known, and. Uh, you know, even though you might get upset and you rant and rave on on uh, Twitter and stuff, you got fans, man. I'm a fan. Nick's a fan. True. Yo, yo, thanks a lot. What do you think about America's Got Talent and Howard on America's Got Talent? Well, yo, man, uh, it's so it's like one of like the most amazing things, man. It's cool just uh, seeing Howard. Uh, uh, on on TV and like I said, you know how I was talking about my with my little theory. One of the first things that pop up on AGT when uh, uh, Stern uh, came on is join the revolution. So like I was like, yo, that's that's awesome because like you know what I mean. Like I because I, I look at like like movies and shows and look at the symbolism. Like I I like the last couple of years I, I've like read into like dialogue and all that like. There's like hidden truths and all that to like stuff like that. So when I saw join the revolution, I go, no, that's sick, man. That like, that like it's become mainstream. Like you know what I mean? Stern's influence is going to become mainstream. Like, but he's also, I I saw it actually for the first time the other day. I also I loved it. Also, I thought it was the coolest thing. And then I also thought he really proved how annoying Piers Morgan is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's so much better than him because it's Stern. You know. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I, I don't even get why like Pierce Morgan even like would would say he's the new king of all media, man. I, I, I was like, 
that's as one thing I do on Twitter is like I'll like confront celebrities and I'll be like, "What the hell are you talking about? You're the king of all media. Get the hell out of here, man!" Like, like you know, like Howard Stern. Think, like, yeah, didn't you tell Howard to fuck off uh, yesterday? Oh yeah, but like I'm gonna call in on Monday and and talk to him about it. But like I was just going nuts on everyone, and uh, I said, you know what, I have to get off this before I say even more shit. So I just like took a break, man, because like social media, like it could be the devil for you. It could be the devil if like you're in a bad mood, you know what I mean? And I I I tend to get into that bubble. Every, every single time, you know what I mean. Well, when you go on Stern, right? When you get when your calls get through and you get put through, yeah. And and sometimes the calls are short, right? Yeah. And sometimes the calls are a little more involved, but it always sort of ends with you know, it's a, it's always in Howard's control. Do you ever get off the air and just get like, what's your attitude? You know, once once the call is done. Oh, like the uh, last time, okay, I was. Uh upset when I got on and then the fact that Howard let and, and that see the thing is that that's why I look at Howard like a like a father figure, a father figure that like you love and you hate. And like I, I can like cut he'll let me cuss him out. But then when I get off the phone I kinda of feel good that like he knows he's got good radio and I feel good that he let he 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 make he's letting me Still be a part of the show, you know what I mean? And yeah, when I you get like a five to fifteen to twenty-five minutes on the air with Howard on, on the Stern show, you know it's a, a big deal, right? Yeah, you know, like I, 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 I love the guy, man. He's like, he, I, 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 um, sorry, I'm struggling like motherfucker, but uh, I always point at Howard and Robin like my show. I call them my showbiz parents, like, like they they created me into this world, like, like, you know what I mean? If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't even, like, have a presence or have any fans, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I owe everything good, and at the same time, I always blame everything bad on them, you know what I mean? And I don't know how many times I'm going to keep saying, you know what I mean? I, it's like, I'm, I've never done an interview before, so... Have you... Oh, no, don't worry about it, dude. That's, we say, the first episode we did, we said like, and you know what I mean, and uh, so many times, about, it was like... I bet we're still See, I just it. said like just then. It's hard. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had um, kind of a heart-to-heart with Howard off the air in any capacity? See, I... I um, no, I... I uh, when I went to, to the studio for the Biggest Loser contest... Oh, yeah. Um, I think because like there was like kind of like so many people in the studio, and Asnaf and Ed was like trying to like shake Howard's hand, and Howard like didn't really want to. I just went up to Howard quickly and gave him a a fist pump, and I and I said, uh, uh, "Thanks for having me on." He goes, "Hey, you're good on there." And that was like basically it. I didn't want to overhear my welcome. And you know what I mean. I didn't want to weird him out or anything. Cool. Um, yeah, Asnaf Asnaf is yeah yeah. He's not the person whose behavior you should probably. There's be a lot of people who are listening to this podcast who don't know who Ass Napkinet is because we're we're big Stern fans, but that doesn't necessarily mean the people listening are. Ass Napkinet, Nick, Hansy, how how would you describe Ass Napkin to people who don't know? Well, he's just a weird dude who called into the show. His name says it all, and then told the people that sometimes he put a napkin in his ass when just to make just to soak up like the extra. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, we got it. We got it. <laughs> and on a hot day, I think the idea is it's like a chafy hot day. Right. But uh, it's quite the image he gave, and he got the name, and he's just uh, been calling in sporadically. 
I, I, yo, you know what? I, I love Alex Nafkin, man. That guy's voice, I don't know. He, 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 just something about that guy that always make, that always makes me laugh. Like, yeah, even he's if, like, funny. If, you know, he, he is, man. Like, it's like, we have, this is how little things you say, like YouTube or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it always makes me laugh. I, I love it, man. He, he'll reach out to me sometimes on Facebook and see how I'm doing at times. And so, like that. Do, do you think that with people. Like you and Ask Napkin and the different people who call into the Stern Show um, and maybe get a hard time from Howard, you know, you know you're going to get there. You know he's going to say a bunch of things kind of burning you. Like, are you guys – is there is there an awareness, you know? Do you, do you feel like everyone is sort of like in on a, uh, the joke of it, you know? Or are there are some people who are more unaware, like like Debbie the, the pet lady. <laughs> Part of me always thinks that, like, when, uh, and, and I know uh, no one will ever admit this, whatever, but part of me thinks that, like, if something slows down, that, like, maybe they have people who they rile up, or, like, I'm not saying they're actors, but, like, 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 like they can get somebody, like, they go, okay, yo, we'll, we'll let you uh, have money if you start just acting crazy. And I, I, I think sometimes... They have that, like they'll exaggerate stuff. But that's just my opinion. Like I, I have no proof of that. You know what I mean? Did well, they do I mean, that with Artie? They did that. Well, yeah, with Artie. But I mean, but I mean, look, you're you're a genuine person. You're not an actor. We're reaching out to you. You're at home, um, and you know you've given the Stern Show some some great radio, man, over the years. Yeah. So, you, you mentioned rappers before. Like, are you a big hip-hop fan? I mean, I I always thought the greatest thing, another thing about your call and the reason, just being from Toronto, I identify, is you're like a Toronto guy. Anyone who's from here knows. Um, I, I live, like, I don't want to give away where I really, like, live specifically, but I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I'm like a, like, I I know, I know what you're saying, like, 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 just talking to you guys, I can, like, you, you can clearly tell, like, you guys are, like, like t- Toronto type dudes too. Like there's like, yeah, there's like something ab- about like Toronto dudes. Like 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 the way we can just like be down to earth right away and like just like be friendly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't know. It's because it, it's it's like, of the melting pot aspect and the the <laughs> fact that everyone went to school and it was like, you know, Indian people and Arabic people and white people and black people. Yeah, no, it's, it, that's why I always point out, man. Like like. I rolled with like a, a, a diverse like group of people. Like every, everywhere you go, like there's like white, brown, black, Chinese, like like you know, everything. I and mean, it's actually like pretty jokes because like within like groups, you could like make racial jokes towards your friends together. You know what I mean? Like you can poke fun at each other's like cultures and religion. Like you know what I mean? And then that and like that was like kind of the fun of like just hanging out with people like that. You know what I mean? People don't take themselves too seriously, and we can just joke around like that. Well, so I want to go back for a second to uh, Artie for a minute, and I just want to, you know, have have you talked to him like since he's kind of come back into the. Spotlight and gotten back on the podcast with Nick DiPaolo, you know? Yeah, um, I called into his show, 
And I, it was like uh, me not calling, I hadn't called the spiritual for a while, and I was like, I'm kind of like going, oh, uh, they don't like need me, whatever, I was complaining. Then Artie felt bad, and he was like, yo, man, I wanted to give you a hug. Uh, get my text number from the people, and uh, we started texting, and here and there, like, I'll just make, I'll make comments to him during the show. Like, it's like, and he'll like, like make fun of me back or like we'll just like just like bust balls but like sometimes like I, I, I don't um try to abuse the number as much as I as I used to when he gave it to me like in two thousand eight. So I was getting way out of hand in two thousand eight. Like I would message him during the Stern show all the time. Like Yeah, you know, I, I remember that. And did he ever use any of your lines or anything? Um no I no no I I I wouldn't really want to I wouldn't want to say it. I think like the one line he used, he he even said like oh Hansy just sent me a joke like that that's the one like he, right. he, he may have used whatever but like even if someone uses a line I don't like like to like give away like a line that he used you know what I mean like, it just comes I I I don't I, I don't want like like people to think oh this guy needs people to write a line or something like that. Yeah, right. How do you feel about Sal and Richard? Those guys are geniuses, man. I, I love their crank calls, man. Uh, Sal's like one of... Sometimes he, sometimes Sal doesn't realize that he's, just like, he's like one of the funniest dudes ever when he's talking about his like childhood or like just like past experiences of like of like being in the stock in, in, in the stockbroker uh, world or whatever. Like he's like literally someone who can make a uh, show about his wife, and I would watch, like, like religiously. I, I, I like Sal. And what about Gary? See, Gary, on, as a producer and, like, a human being, the guy's a good guy, but, like, I feel like he needs to be, like, kind of an asshole on, on air to some, like, people like me, whatever. But, like, I know he... Doesn't want like he does. He does Howard's dirty work. I always, I always yeah. say, Howard doesn't want to be mean any. Like he doesn't want to be as mean as he used to be, like in the nineties and all that. I think like right. yeah, he, yeah. He has people do his dirty work, and I think like <laughs> Gary is one of those guys. But like I, I see I, what you're I, saying. I, the, the, the cruelty is is spread out in the people underneath it instead like of Howard too. being mean. Has Will been a dick to you? Uh, there'll be times when like. I would call in and he'd have an attitude and uh, like, and then like sometimes he, he, if he didn't understand me, he'd hang up on me and I would send an email to him. Like, and like, I, I feel like I can express myself better in email than I can talk verbally because verbally I am like a mess. I'm like a mess. Like right now, like I'm like stuttering like all over the place. I feel bad. that this is gonna oh, You're cool, man. It's fine. It's totally yeah. fine. No, but yeah, but no, but something, but, but Will's actually also been like really cool. Like, he puts me through. It, 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 uh, like at first, when like I never knew what I wanted to talk about, he would actually sit there with me and help me. But like, but there's times when he can't be a dick. But I understand that like it's six in the morning. He's dealing with guests and he's dealing with other wax other wax hackers. So this guy is not going to be in the best of moods. You know what I mean? I I, I got to put it in his perspective as well. But so it been- sounds to me like. You don't really have that many negative experiences that you associate with the Stern Show in a in a general sense. Is that the case? Well, I mean, depending on when you talk to me, because like right now I'm not that like right now I'm I'm in a calmer mood, but like 
if like I'm really, 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 really pissed off, then I just start start like being general stuff going, oh, they're industry snakes, they're all that, they're all, you know what I mean? Like I, I just have I have a different opinion depending on what my mood is. Uh, if, that, if that makes any any sense to you guys at all, or yeah, no, it totally does, man. You're a whack packer, and are you proud of that? Well, I, yeah, no, no, I'm I'm proud of being a label on on, on the sh- on the show, but I'm hoping that like, like, like I know I'm more I'm more than that beneath the surface. And sometimes I think people you like, not, 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 I'm not saying you guys, but sometimes I think they put that out there. So like because I haven't like become what I want I, I want to become a comedian and like I actually like have but I'm one of those guys who are afraid to do it because of like like and I'm afraid to do it because like I'm, I'm always like speculating oh am, am I gonna end up being like copying some other person's material or am I gonna be accused of plagiarism? That's how it starts, right? Yeah. You start and you're sort of. You have your influences, and and those are on your shoulder, and it's really from doing years of it where everyone says the same thing, find your own voice. But the no. thing is, with all the experience, the radio experience, you know, you might actually have already found your voice more than you thought, and it's probably worth the try. No, I know. I, I, I heard you guys saying, I, I, I got to try. I got to step out of, of the zone. But right now, I guess... You can call me a, a, a whack packer for the time being, I guess. Or I personally don't think of you as a whack packer. I think of you as uh, a caller who calls in. It's like you could call in. You have a really interesting situation because it could be years between calls. You know, I mean, not that it has been necessarily, but you come back and it's like reset, just right back to normal. I mean, you're not Nicole um, Bass, right? It's a different. I view it as a different category. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what though? I consider you a whack packer, but that's a positive thing. That's yeah. that's me as a, a, that's a positive thing. It's not. Yeah. I'm not lumping you in with like the same kind of personality as an ass napkin, ne, ass napkin Ed or a Beetlejuice. Just like, just like a character on the on the Stern Show oh, no. Yeah, no, that no, no, everybody no. knows when they hear the voice. Right. And yeah. when I hear you on the Stern Show, I know it's you. Yeah. You know, no, I, no, I, you know, I, I appreciate the. No, no, I, I, don't worry, I, I didn't take offense or anything. Like, I, don't, I don't take offense to someone like he's a whack packer. I just have trouble going. Oh, um, I, I don't know what to label myself. I, I don't want to speak out of school. Like, am I a whack packer? Am I a regular caller? Am I? Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I just never know because it's never really been addressed on the show, really. Like, right. maybe once when they're trying to figure out who's on the whack pack list with like. Who has like the most points? Like uh, in 2010, like they were talking about uh, like what who meets the qualifications of a whack packer, and I think they mentioned me. Um, Captain Jenks mentioned me and goes, "Even Handy has more points than I do," or something like that. Well, Captain Jenks, I mean, we're talking about like 20, yeah, that's 20 a plus long years time. of that's a history there. of doing stuff. But uh, so when you went to New York for the Biggest Loser thing, was that like your first time visiting there? Had you been there before? Um, I was there a couple uh, a, a month or two before, and I I went there to go get a tour, and uh, I was on I was on the wrap up show just sitting in on it, and uh, I got to speak for like two minutes like at the end of it, and it was cool. I think like that's what uh um maybe made uh like I I didn't meet Howard right now, but I think maybe like uh like just me coming there to 
Meet the Stern Gang, they uh, called me in September to be a part of, the, of that content. Nice. So, like, yeah. the little work that you put in paid off, you know? So yeah, I think I, you should <laughs> get out there, start doing what you really want to do, which is getting off the phone and getting on stage and start start doing your comedy. Yeah, I know, for sure, man. And I, I, I think I, uh, Nick, uh, well, time and time, time you will message me and tell me, encourage me. Nick DiPaolo? No, no, uh, Nick Flanagan. Oh, that's Nick, true. Oh, the guy beside that's me. That's true. You remember now, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. See, no, no. I, I get a couple of messages of, of those messages of like, of like nice guys telling me, goes, oh, yo, handsy man, I'm a big fan and all that, and uh, you should come and do that, whatever. And I, I sometimes don't get a chance to reply because sometimes I, I just don't. Um, I feel like I, I'm going to keep making excuses. So I'm like, you don't, you don't I, need to explain. Anytime I've written you. I've I've never expected anything because that's just not uh, that's not how to do it. You know, it, it's on. It, you know, it's out there. It's an open invitation, and uh, and you know, there's also places you can do it anonymously. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Man. And that and I, that's I, sort of the best way, obviously, to like start it off, maybe. But also, just it's like jumping in. It's like getting in cold water, right? Like you got to either jump in or. I mean, I don't know. I don't actually. That analogy kind of fell apart as I started thinking about <laughs> cold water. But it's all, it's all good, man. With the cold, uh, you were making better knowledge than I was, and I, uh, my voice has been a mental re- been a wreck since I've gone to the podcast. I feel like I feel like I'm speeding up. I'm stuttering. Ah, oh, oh, you're doing great. You're, you're putting too much thought behind it. It's great. We're, I'll tell you know. Plus, we'll do that thing where we make you sound like a uh, anonymous witness. So we're gonna pitch shift your voice. <laughs> well, peace, Hansy. Peace to the gods. Peace, man. Peace to the peace of the gods, man. <laughs> Later, man. Peace. See ya. I see a little Baba Booey of a man. Baba Boo, Baba Boo, Baba Booey, Baba Ba.